Hello, everyone. Welcome back for the third episode of the Benefit of the Doubt podcast. Uh, I'm one of the hosts, Logan. We got the two other hosts back in Knoxville, Tennessee, Munnan and Luke. This this episode, we're going to pepper you with some NBA knowledge and NBA happenings from around the league. Uh, we have an injury update. There's been a slew of injuries this this week. Uh, we have the Blake Griffin trade, Paul George and his game-winning uh, drought. The Warriors are ruining the league. James Harden's 60-point triple-double. And the, the new All-Stars that are into the league. Also, I want to give a shout out to my other two hosts for coming up with a banging intro track. So, shout outs to them. And uh, Luke, uh, I think your hot take of the week, you can go ahead and take it away. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go ahead and get things started off with how the Warriors are completely killing the NBA that I know and love. They have literally every team in the NBA completely shook. You have people like Damian Lillard wanting out of Portland, and we all know why. He really just doesn't want to get swept by the Warriors anymore. I'm telling you what's going to happen. After this whole LeBron to the Warriors thing, it really sunk in that guys are going to have to just completely reject and leave their teams and just go ahead and travel to other places and build complete super teams. Like, I was talking with Munnan the other day about Giannis Antetokounmpo, and I'm like, how realistic is it that the man stays in Milwaukee and just continues to catch L's? Because we all know who's winning the championship this year. We know who's winning next year. We know who's winning the year after that. There is no type of competition, and all of these dudes know it too. So when you step into a season with ultra competitors like there are in the NBA, and you know, well, no shot this year, you have to think that's going to start affecting guys' decision. And you're eventually just going to have dudes running around trying to join super teams or creating one that can compete with the Warriors. And I swear to God, if LeBron James goes there, I'm done with him. Out of my top 10 players ever. It'd be the so weakest move since Kevin Durant. You're on that Stephen A. Smith uh, track? Logan, there there is weak. And then there's stuff like joining people that have beat you logan if you whooped my ass today (laughs) i'm not gonna come to you tomorrow and be like hey man let's go jump somebody it's not what's gonna happen and this is like the mentality that kevin durant started and if lebron james finishes it he's out of my top 10 all time and the question is what does the nba do about it though so the nba is kind of based on like a sense of pride they're saying two top five two top ten players aren't going to want to team up right they're going to want to take their own team to the finals win a ring so they can be the sole superstar and then durant was like yes i'm a top five player <laughs> yep. but i'm okay with being second hand or maybe let steph be second hand like steph and kd were okay with not being the sole superstar on the team and i don't think we've seen something like that before like even when uh lebron went to the heat Wade was okay with being second place. He wasn't really the superstar anymore. Now we have a Warriors with two top five players. I think this is the first time we've seen that. So 
don't know if the NBA can really stop well, that because the salary cap has room for three max contracts and a handful of role player contracts. Well, no, okay. As an aside, first off, Dwayne Wade is a special player. That is a high IQ player. He does not get enough respect. I don't think. Uh, I, don't, I mean, I don't think it's equivalent to Steph and KD still? though. At that no, 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 point. no. This it's completely unrelated to this. Oh, Since you mentioned oh. him, I just wanted to give a shout out to Dwayne Wade, <laughs> who lost it. Who's actually his uh, his longtime agent and best friend of fifteen years passed away recently. So that that was sad. But uh, I don't know. I really like Wade. I feel like he's a consummate professional for a guy who can't shoot threes and is old. He's still making an impact on a dysfunctional Cavaliers team, so I don't know. No, I like Wade, top five shooting guard ever. I mean, on yeah. how the league can adjust it, I feel like it should be like this. The NBA Players Association has to do a little bit of work, too, because I don't feel like these dudes should be able to take the haircuts that they're taking on their contract anymore. I think if you're first team All-NBA, second team All-NBA, or third team, they should make you sign a max contract. Like, if you're that before your contract year, I feel like you should have to sign one. And it would at least limit some of these things. If you have to pay everybody $40 million, your money is going to run out. It's not going to be a four-all-star team anymore. That's true. But implementing a mandatory max is pretty hard, especially when players will want to take, like Tim Duncan, Dirk Nowitzki, are just genuinely good guys who took less so their team could, you know, get some help around them. I understand, and Tim Duncan and Dirk are going to have to suffer, so I don't have to see KD, Steph, and LeBron <laughs> on the same team. Yeah, but see, I think what you've seen is something that's never going to happen again. I mean, because let's just think back to the NBA. The NBA is built on dynasties and teams coming together. So, I mean, it basically came to the rise and prominence with Bill Russell and the Celtics, who won, what, like 10 championships in a row? And then you in the 80s, when the NBA was dying a little bit, you had the Celtics and the Lakers. You know, you had Showtime, and then you had Bird and McHale and, and, all, and them, them cats. And, and then in the 90s, you had the bad boy Pistons. Then you had MJ, Pippen, Kerr, all of those guys. I mean, those were dynasties. Shaq and Kobe, that was a dynasty. But I just don't think we've ever seen anything too prime in their prime MVPs on the same team. And I don't think that's ever going to happen again. Because the only re- reason that was able to happen is because of how the cap inflated at just the right time that uh, Durant came free and Steph had bum ankles, so it was only getting $12 million a year <laughs> when that came out. So the Warriors just like got lucky in a certain sense. And then, to their credit, they did also develop their players well. Um, but it's like, did you guys read the Bobby Marks ESPN article about the three ways the Warriors uh, can sign LeBron? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I looked into it. But, it, I mean, it's just not cap viable. I, I actually heard a good rumor that LeBron is just doing this to just, like, fuck with Dan Gilbert, essentially, just to be like, look, dude, I hate you, and you need to make moves to make this team semi-functional. So that's what I heard. That's the reason that his camp let that out. I mean, I think regardless of that, I think the majority of people believe LeBron is bouncing after this year, right? I mean... Do you guys think so, there's yeah, any chance he stays? Definitely gone. No, I definitely think there's a chance he stays. Oh, I, I, I well, strongly no, no, no. disagree. So here's why. So it's like LeBron's never going to the Warriors. Um, that's never going to happen. You think? No, it's never going to happen. He wouldn't do that. Um, it's just even cap-wise, it just doesn't work. Like there's no way that they can swing that with the cap. And theoretically, if he did make it to the Warriors and they swung that with the cap, their team would be so decimated they wouldn't – 
Yeah, they'd be great, but they wouldn't be deep. The Logan, team, the team Logan would have to the be ground. deep. Logan, if they had LeBron, Kevin Durant, and Steph Curry, that's the most unstoppable team ever. Yeah, I guess. I don't we know. We could play some bench minutes. They still win every game. <laughs> Legit, LeBron would have me out there averaging six points a game. <laughs> yeah, probably. But uh, anyways, um, he's not going to go to the Warriors. There's just no way. But... Uh, so this summer, let's say he declines his player option, and he goes out into the league, and he wants to sign a max deal. There just there aren't a lot of teams that can actually use their cap to sign him well that he would want to go to. See, this is where I would take the stance on if LeBron wants to come to my team, I figure it the hell out. How many teams do you know that are gonna say, you know, LeBron has serious interest, but under the cap? Can't work it out. You do whatever you do to get LeBron. I mean... Well, I mean... Yeah, but I mean, you can pay like a luxury tax and then you can pay... There's a hard cap though in the league. I think it's $130 million. Right. And like you can't go over that. And his his annual salary would be $35 million, I think, which is... What is it? Like a max deal is what? 30% of the cap or 33% of the cap it's, or something? Yeah, it's 30. And so let's just say... Yeah, I mean, yeah, LeBron comes to your team, you want to gut it, but he'll be 33-34 next year. He'll want to sign a five-year max. So even if, even at 39, LeBron, he won't be the best player in the league, but he'll still be great. But then you got to consider what, what he'll have around him because he wants to build championships. Will so he want to sign a five-year max? Are we, are we saying no, LeBron doesn't he'll do take that. a player option? LeBron does the two-year, one-year, one-year yeah. player option. One-year player option, yeah. Yeah. So just, I just don't think there are enough teams in the league that can – that can be attractive for enough enough for him to sign. So I think he might buy into his one-year player option for Cleveland, then wait to the following year to join free agency and to see where some of the like you know, people like Paul George land, things like that. And then there are a couple other big-name contracts up that year as well. And so who knows, LeBron to the Clippers maybe. Oh, my God. That's so, never happened. I understand what you're saying, Logan, but this goes back to my point on how the Warriors are ruining the league because LeBron in Cleveland with the current team that is constructed, obviously I don't know what moves they're going to make. They have no chance of beating Golden State. LeBron knows that. We know that. So do you think he's going to sit there and waste a year of his career next year to sit and lose? And you know you're going to lose. It's not even something where you can convince yourself uh, maybe if this happens. No, you're going to lose. Well, if one team didn't just pull a heist and ruin their GM and steal a great asset like Paul George, then he might have a chance. But, you know, bygones. That's a whole separate issue. (laughs) Do you think Paul George is going to stay? Depends Uh, on how far they get. Yeah, it depends on what the playoffs. Like, if we, if the Thunder lose in the first round of the playoffs. He might be gone. He might go to L.A. I would tell you you go to L.A. Because if you're going to lose... You might as well lose in a, your hometown in L.A., right? But say they make it to the Western Conference Finals, give the Warriors six. Yeah, I think he stays. Because at that point, you can honestly say you're the second best team in the league. I think the I think the Thunder can beat the Warriors with a healthy Roberson. With a healthy Roberson. See, I don't know. I don't think they Steve can Kerr the is too smart. He'd scheme around Roberson. You'd have to take him out. But I, you see, you can only scheme around a player so much when you have those other scoring options. Did you it's have? A, did you happen to watch the playoffs last year when they hacked Roberson and he shot eleven percent from the line? That's no bullshit. That's an actual stat. They were doing hacker Roberson at one point. I, he was I mean, I'll be honest. 20. I felt so. I felt so bad for that man. I don't at all. You're a professional. Make your free throws. 
Yeah, but I mean, you just you got to feel for him at that point. I nope. don't know. He has all day to shoot free throws, Logan. You wouldn't shoot 11%. I know you wouldn't. It's damn near impossible. You know how bad you have to be at free throws? He did he did uh, set, set quite a benchmark there, but I don't know. I but did you see the difference in the their deficient efficiency without yeah. Roberson on the floor? It's insane. It literally is insane. <laughs> they said yeah. Paul George goes from a DPOI candidate to a below average defender when Roberson's off the court. Yeah, which is in, I mean, like I don't care if you shoot eleven percent if you're doing something like that. That's a that's a real imp- imagine. He's essentially averaging fifteen points a game on the other end of the floor. I mean, is there a way to measure negative offensive impact? Because I'm telling you, he's terrible, he's legitimately terrible. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you change the impact, 15 points per game on the other end, and you allow Westbrook and Paul George to save their energy a little bit, <laughs> Westbrook definitely does. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I think the I think that both the Thunder and the Rockets can give the Warriors a, a bit of a run this year. I'm with you on the Rockets, dude. I, I'm not I'm not with you on the Rockets. The way they shoot the ball, they're changing the math, dude. The this amount of threes is unprecedented. I think barring an injury to one of the members of the death lineup, I don't think any team in the West or in the NBA can beat the Warriors this season. That's fair. I'm saying the Rockets I, can compete. It, yeah, I'm not saying it's likely. Don't get me wrong. I just think it's possible. If they play a seven-game series a hundred times, how many series do you have the Rockets winning? Two? Barring five? Injury? Yeah, uh, 15. Healthy. I, I have them winning 15 series. Oh, that's, that's high. I give them I mean, around think about, 10. Yeah, it's like 15. All they really need to do is have four games where they yeah. just do rocket-like things and just shoot right. the shoot. Sh- yeah, I'm with Logan on this. I think... Ten times out of a hundred, they'll get hot for four games out of seven. Yeah, I don't know. I've yet to see it in the playoffs. Speaking speaking of hot, though, we'll get back to this Warriors take. But James Harden with the sixty point triple double. I really don't want to talk. We can just we can move. No, no, no. I I think this establishes everything. So Luke, fill us in on how he got that sixtieth point. Where was he when he got that point? Come on, dude. Are you going to dismiss the fact that he stepped back in a man's face and drilled a three right before it? No, I just want you to answer the question. He was at the free throw line. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's crazy. You're just going to dismiss the other 40 points he scored without free throws and just go straight to a free throw joke, huh? It was right there. It was too hard to do. Wow. That was pretty incredible, though. That's one of the greatest regular season performances ever. So, you ready to say the man's an all star yet? Both of y'all haters. I mean, (laughs) what are we doing here? We're still on this Chris Paul more important. So the Blake Griffin trade. Do you guys? uh... (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, you're not gonna weasel your way out of this. I believe last week you ripped him. You said he was not an all star. You said that he can't carry a team. You said he was the third best player on the Rockets. And he gave you, I guess he heard you. He listens to the pod regularly. Shout out, James. <laughs> but he gave you 60, uh, 11, and 10. If, so. if the NBA was a college and basketball was the subject, or like his major, James Harden would have like a 2.8. Like he gets an A in some classes every once in a while. 
And you know that sixty point triple double was an A A plus. I'll give him that. A plus plus. But he also, you know, some of his classes are just C's and D's. He is that C and D student that gets a hell of an internship and a hell of a job <laughs> out of college. I'll tell you what, he gets those C's and D's because he's always at the club. <laughs> you know, if you had that kind of hangover, you you you'd be get C's and D's too. Listen, I'm telling you about this hard, and whether you want to like him or not, whether you like the way he plays or not, you cannot deny things like 60, 10, and 10. While we're on that the subject historic. of ruining the league, oh, I just want to put out there that Harden is ruining the sport of basketball while we're watching him play. No, because one, no, no, no. I feel like the NBA actually made a really great proactive move this year. Um, with the whole swipe through three thing, they really changed. They re- they really helped negate what he was doing. Uh, he he still does it though. That's like <laughs> no, he does yeah, but it he does, while he, he shoots now. So he's aiming at the. Go- he's not just bumping into people and flailing. He's aiming at the basket, and then they happen to call a foul. Uh, it's a shooting foul. You can't touch a man while he's shooting the ball. That intentionally gets his arms tied up with the defender's arms. Multiple times in a game, I, I just, I can't see how you think that's good basketball. Did he do it sixty times the other night? Probably. So, if there was yeah. a stat on it, probably there he did. Yeah, I don't. You're blinded by hatred, I suppose. But the man is literally torching the entire NBA, and he's been doing it for about three, four years. If you now. just like look up Harden arm tangling compilations, you'll see this man weasel his arm into the defender's body and then come up so it looks like a foul. And he does that at least double digits per game. I also see him literally walk up the court. No bullshit. He walks up. He does like a half jog around the pick. Steps back. The dude gets over the screen. He shoots all in his face. Not saying he's not a good shooter. Great shooter. Great shooter. Not a good NBA player. It doesn't matter if you get a hand up. He will step back on whoever. Great shooter. And then you'll foul him, and he'll get one more free throw like the last play of the game. It's almost just like, like, if Harden just didn't do all this, like, hooking and getting the fouls, I think I'd like him a lot more. (laughs) Yeah, I probably would. I liked him on the Thunder. I thought he was a great six-man. That's before he learned all these dumb tricks. Yeah, I mean, you could say he put in an all-star type performance during the finals with the Thunder. (laughs) That's one of the worst overall performances I've ever seen by anyone in my life. I believe he averaged 12 points, 35% from the field. So, yeah, MVP. Sixth man of the year. But but speaking of all-stars, how about all these new all-stars since we since we talked about the, I just the wanna, roster? I just want to point out how on point our predictions were as I had Paul George in as well as Drogic and Munin came with the Drummond. Strong, you capped hard for Drummond, <laughs> and all three of them are in now, so we're just waiting on somebody else to get hurt. Hopefully, KD and Lou Will can step in. Um, oh my god, yeah, you I'll, guys I'll were really okay spot on, though. As far as our predictions go, last week some of them were <laughs> some of them were not good. Well, <laughs> but well, our NBA predictions, our NBA predictions are on point. I mean, yeah. all the dudes that got in deserved it. Seriously, I mean, they did a great job. There were no yeah. second snubs. Who do you guys you have in the dunk contest? Dennis Smith Jr. The <laughs> man's a 50-inch vertical. Who all's in there again? Could Dennis Kuzma? Smith, Oladipo, Larry Nance. And Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's either I want, Aaron Gordon or Oladipo. Ooh. I want Dennis Smith to win. 
I, I do too, but... Man's a freak. And hey, you know it looks better when short people dunk. But the fact Aaron Gordon, like, willingly went back means I think he's going to try again. <laughs> like, he's going to actually put on a show. Aaron and, Gordon lost last time, dude. You remember that? Yeah, I know. That's why I think he joined the slam dunk contest because he was salty. Now he's about to go, like, really hard. I always think... And Aaron Gordon is super athletic, but he... He's super powerful with his dunks, and I would rather have the glider every time. Dennis Smith but glides. some of those too. dunks last year were crazy. And he got beat by a glider. Uh, I mean, it's one of the most controversial slam dunk contest results. It could have it could have gone either this way. This man put the ball between his legs from the free throw line. Aaron Gordon sat down in midair. Did you hear what <laughs> I said? <laughs> Uh, they were both. They were both good. Between the legs from the free throw line, he sat okay, down. He, he stepped over the line. Let's be honest. He did here. what Jordan did and put the ball between his legs. <laughs> what are we doing? No, I mean I'm not saying I'm with you, Luke. I think he deserves that win. Between the legs from the foul line, and then when Aaron Gordon did the hoverboard dunk, where the mascot turns yeah. around and he cups it. Levine throws a lob and does literally the same thing. It was an epic dunk contest. It was one of the best. Yeah. Best post like 04. Probably, right? Unless you're like Man. a fan of the Dwight Do you guys Howard remember that awful dunk contest where they were just like, it was just 60 seconds <laughs> yeah. of players running around dunking? Is that the one that John Wall <laughs> John Wall. All I remember yeah. is John Wall was in it, but I, was, I didn't that even was watch the, one... the whole thing. I oh, give him terrible. credit for trying to innovate, but that was such a bad idea. They had to know that one wasn't going to work. I mean, yeah, but I guess at the same time, at that period, in, or at that time, the dunk contest was dead, so they had to try something. Yeah. But all I have to say, like, nothing will beat the Vince Carter dunk competition for me. Nah, that's number one of all time. I, I said, Like, I was a kid when that was happening, too, so, like, I was just glued to the TV, and I was just amazed that he did that. <laughs> His 360 like, I, I, windmill is still freaky to watch. Yeah. I won't lie, though. Like, you know, you had to, like, I, I would, like, lower the goal in my neighborhood because we had, like, one goal there. <laughs> and I'd be like, man, maybe I can do this one day. Well, how do you guys judge dunk contests? Because a lot of people argue the dunk contest the next year should always be better. So, in 2020... We should theoretically have a better dunk contest than we do now. By the time it's 2030, they should be doing things we've never seen before. But when you're capturing dunks in the moment, it means so much more. So, like, in 20 years, maybe dunking between your legs from the free throw line is, like, a common thing. You just see it all the time. In-game fast break. Yeah, in-game fast break. But right now, it's special as hell when you see it. So, I'm not sure how you measure. A lot of people just say, well... The dunk contest two years ago was the best ever, but I would tend to lean towards history and what happened in the moment. Yeah, and also just like Vince Carter's swag when he—I mean, that man put his elbow into the rim. <laughs> he did. I forgot the Dwight Howard dunk contest was pretty good. What was what year is that? Oh eight, oh seven, something. Yeah, like that. it was late two thousand. That one was. It wasn't like a good competition, but Dwight Howard put on a show. Yeah, it was fun when he came out of the uh, telephone booth. Yeah, yeah, Superman. yeah. Two thousand eight. It was two thousand eight. Didn't finish the dunk. He just threw the ball <laughs> in the. I, I never I mean, got that. I, a la Blake Griffin, though. You know that dunk that. That's we one all... of the worst dunk yeah. contest ever, dude. When he jumps over the car that I could have jumped over. Yeah, it was. It was just a big Kia commercial. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like there's there's a there's a limit to athleticism. You know, it's like you can only like perform push the human body so far, and then at that point, it's it's like Dwight Howard. Oh wait, you know what kind of show can you put on for people, yeah. or how innovative can you get? I think Dwight Howard's put on the best show that I'm aware of, like just showmanship. I, yeah, Gerald Green had a year. He blew out the birthday cake candle. I do remember. Oh birthday. yeah. That was, that was good. That was good. And then him and Nate had that thing where Nate was the kryptonite to the White House Superman. Yeah. So that was pretty cool to watch. Oh, my God. I Man, I feel old. When do you guys think Vince Carter won the slam dunk competition? Oh, one. M- uh, 99. 2000. Damn, that's unlucky. God, how old were you guys when that happened? I was uh, one and a half, two. Depending oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was seven. Oh my gosh! I remember watching it live. One and a half. I was <laughs> locked in. I might have still been in India. <laughs> <laughs> well, weirdly enough, I was I was at my uh, neighbor's house watching this. Udai and Karthik. Shout out if you ever listen. Um, Karthik. That sounds like an Indian man. It, they were. Nice. Uh, Gar- <laughs> Garamella. Garamella. What's her last name? Garamoa. Is that Indian? No, no, Garamella. I don't know, never heard of it. Sounds Italian. You anyway, guys think they, uh, Eric Gordon's going to defend his three point title? Is Clay in it? Because I'm going to take Clay if Clay's in it. I think Clay's in it. Yeah, I'll take Clay. I kind of. I feel like Devin Booker might heat up. He seems like a three point contest type of player. I feel like he's a solid 17. <laughs> Clay is about to heat up, dude. You should never allow Clay Thompson in a three-point shootout. It's not fair to everybody else. <laughs> Kyle Lowry made it, and he <laughs> choked. Kyle Lowry, four please. Or five. I've got him. Yeah, I th- I say this. Bold prediction from All-Star Weekend. Kyle Lowry sets the record for least threes made in the three-point competition. <laughs> no, I think he'll he'll like play really well the first three racks, <laughs> and then zero threes the last two racks. Palms get sweaty, dude. Buttholes get clenched. That's when Kyle Lowry is terrible. <laughs> okay, okay. If I'm going for a dark horse, I'm picking Wayne Ellington or Bradley Beal. Dude, Wayne Ellington has been stroking this year. That's not a terrible pick. So is Bradley Beal. They all have a chance. Three-point contest is kind of well, fickle. Whatever happens. Paul George shoots too slow to have a chance. Yeah, he does have a slow-ass release. I didn't even know but he it, was in it's, it. it. It's so beautiful. Like, watching Paul George shoot, I'm just like, damn, that is just beautiful. You think they'll rerun the Gatorade commercial if he wins? <laughs> Ball game. <laughs> Gotta hold the release so they know it's real. Speaking of that Gatorade commercial, though, um, can we just uh, talk about that Thunder game last night? Lord have mercy. God, Jamal Murray did not have to do it to him. It's like Paul George was so pumped, he finally had his first game winner in 28 tries or something like that. I mean, the thing is, and I watched the whole game, it's just I the swing of emotion. So the Thunder are getting blown out the whole game. The Thunder bench, led by Raymond Felton, who some people like to criticize, comes in in the fourth quarter, trims the lead that the Nuggets have to a solid 10. Thunder That's the only thing he up. is trimming. Let's just put it that way. That's not called for, but the Thunder <laughs> the Thunder come back. Paul George hit that nasty-ass step back. I'm hype. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Straight to OT. This dude, Westbrook, 
I have never seen a more absent-minded play at the end of a game. He stands under the goal as this man <laughs> Harris runs to the three-point line, and then he tries the late contest. It's too late. I just this dude zones out more than any basketball player that's great I've ever seen. I just don't understand. I don't know whether he needs like Adderall or something, but he can't focus. <laughs> it's the end of the game. How do you just stand there? It's ridiculous. Can we can we uh, address the murder that took place? Stephen Adams is deceased. Yeah, I mean, up, yeah, his up. his his ankles are no more. The man is seven feet tall. He's in a better place. He's guarding. <laughs> like the I mean, there have been a lot of injuries this past week in the league, but I don't think anyone has been as injured as Stephen okay. Adams. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> like even Isaiah Cannon. He yeah, Isaiah Cannon just like his ankle just went to like Mars. It got so broken, and Stephen Adams is still worse. <laughs> you know, Stephen Adams' nineteen siblings are texting him after the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's never gonna hear the end of that. You guys done? We're we gonna keep ripping Stephen Adams. <laughs> I, I wanted bad. your impression. You know, your your unbiased take on this. My unbiased take. I mean. Real, de- everyone knows. Real defenders get crossed every once in a while. You can't actually play defense and not get crossed. There's so getting crossed. Let's back off there's, Stephen Adams. There's getting crossed, and then there's what happened to Stephen Adams. Okay. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys see that? Uh, that uh, Atlanta Hawks promo. Uh, hot sauce crossed up that dude. Yeah. Uh, Do you? Was it real or not? I didn't even know that was a debate we were having. I <laughs> like, I saw it, but. I don't know why some Hulk. dude in the audience was trying to. I don't know. The Hawks have nothing else going for them, <laughs> so you might as well. But was it real? Uh, no idea, dude. I'm gonna say and speaking it was. of yeah, speaking of fan on the court, then what about Westbrook? Do you think he'll get fined or suspended? No, the fan. That's his fault. Absolutely not. You can't run out on the court. That dude should be banned from NBA games for life. Westbrook should have slapped the shit out of him. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Then he'd have got fined. Who was yeah, that player that's... that like slapped the phone out of the fan's hand? Oh, God. I just saw it. Wow. I, f- I forgot who it was. Fuck. I hate it when I like know <laughs> things. I literally have the picture in mind. Is it Rodney Hood? It was it's a Rodney, Rodney Hood. Hood. It's Rodney, Rodney Hood. Hood, yeah. Did he yeah. have fine for is, that? Or? Yeah, yeah he, he got fined. Uh, okay. But that man's an all-star for doing that. <laughs> that was he hilarious. is in the Yeah, he's yeah. in the uh, you know, Rashid Wallace uh fan interaction hall of fame. Ron Artest. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ron Artest, <laughs> my bad. Ron Artest okay. the Mr. Speaking of the Pistons, do you guys know what their new stadium is called? No, it's not the Palace anymore. The Palace is classic. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's close. Monon, do you know? No, I have no idea. It is called Little Caesar's Palace. <laughs> that's that's that couldn't be right. Yeah, that that is a hundred percent right. Little Caesar's Palace. Malice. Yep, Malice they... at the Little Caesar's Palace. It rolls right <laughs> off. You guys gotta say it rolls right off the tongue. I'm not gonna say it ever. That's a ridiculous name. Whose idea was that? They picked the cheapest, worst pizza place and decided to plug their stadium through that. Where did Le- Little Caesars get that money to sponsor them? Yeah, all the five dollar pizzas they sell. I don't think they could afford it. 
Shout out to Little Caesars, though. No shout out to Little Caesars. I will not be shouting Terrible out Little place. Caesars. You know what? You know what? See, here's, but here's the thing. I really wish their pizza were better because their CEO, he's like a stand-up dude. And that's fine. But their pizza is shit. And we all yeah, know but, it. Hey, but whenever you fi- finally find somebody in business, you know, who's, who's like doing the right thing and everything, I, I like to shout them out. Nope. Domino's undisputed number one. Uh, yeah, yeah, number one. I'd have to agree with that. <laughs> I'm still yeah. not over getting two pizzas for $13. Good pizzas, not like some little Caesar shit. like we're robbing them. Yeah, I mean, that's far. Mm-hmm. I need to keep that deal forever. It's just delicious. You gotta buy those. Tom- hey, shouts out to one of our friends who walked on the UT football team. Garrett Johnson, Gary big Johnson, shout out. If you're out there listening. Yes, sir. Making big moves. You don't dance anymore. You're making money moves. Come on. Why is that called for? You hit that man with the stripper lyric. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, though. What position is he going to play? Defensive back. Number one defensive back in the nation, Gary Johnson. Oh, dang. Remember so we'll the actually name. see him. Remember the name. Get that autograph, man. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we can still, unless he completely cuts us off... <laughs> Who's going to get to the league be like, fuck these guys. <laughs> Delete all the numbers. <laughs> they didn't give me the proper shout-out on their podcast, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we shouted them out. That's pretty cool, though. I know, right? Solid moves. So, so, about this Blake Griffin trade. And and let's not let's not forget uh, Miritich. Miritich was also traded. You know, we can't, can't be uh, shading him too much. Nope. That was a that was a pretty good. Uh, I don't know. It seemed pretty even to me. The Bulls are taking on a salary dump for the Pelicans, and they get a first round pick for it. And Miritich yeah. wasn't really gelling with the team, anyways. Definitely wasn't gelling with uh, Bobby Knockout Portis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was video of that. Dude, I know there is. They're not releasing it. I... If if uh, D'Angelo Russell was on the team, it would be out. <laughs> <laughs> But if it happened in the team practice facility, there are cameras there. I would just <laughs> love to see him getting knocked the fuck out. If you literally made that man have to go to the hospital, get his jaw wired, you hit him pretty fucking hard. And he didn't move. He had to get his jaw wired? Dude, his, yeah. Yeah, his face was fucked. He's, you know he was out like the first month of the, yeah, I didn't know he of the season. After all. I'm waiting like for that with... through the wire Miritich cover. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> That is You're gonna be waiting a long time. <laughs> Why do you have to do that? It's not necessary. I can see it. Oh my god. Well, I think that was a solid acquisition for the Pelicans, though. I mean, they're not gonna win shit anyway. But I, you make your team. At least they'll stay in the playoffs. What? Uh, what deal is Miritich on? Is he there for a while? Didn't they just ink Miritich? I'm pretty sure that contract transfers. So. He is there to stay. That is a, that's, a, that's an alright deal for the Pelicans. Because I guess their first round pick isn't going to be like top 10. And the draft is very top heavy. So you get rid of it. Get a solid player. I mean, Pelicans about to be in this cycle of mediocrity, dude. Man, um, I feel bad for Boogie Cousins, though. Yeah, that sucks, it's a man. terrible injury. You hate to and see it. And especially, he was making a hustle play of all plays. <laughs> I mean, it's just the Achilles. It's so hard to come back from. He'd be alright. Yeah. He's a big dog. He'll come back harder than ever. I believe in the power of the boogie. 
I don't know. It's just that of all things to do, though, rupturing your Achilles. I mean, and then like Conley, you know, Mike Conley. Shout outs to Mike Conley and the Grizzlies with uh, that Achilles surgery. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I don't. I hope he comes back. But in the meanwhile, I hope he comes back better than ever. But in the meanwhile, the tank rolls on. Do you, what's our draft pick this year? It's ours. Pretty sure for like the okay. only time in the next. I was gonna say because I know uh, we were one of the litany of teams that traded draft picks for Jeff Green. So yeah, Boston has our 2019. So that's tragic. This is the time we can't tank next year. Yeah. But this is a pretty good time to have a good draft pick. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, you gotta keep losing. The Grizzlies do this thing where they want to try and beat the teams that are bad. <laughs> We're sitting Tyreek now. This has to be foolproof. Like, do you want to? Do we want to trade Tyreek Evans though? Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. See, I think we trade Tyreek Evans to the Cavs uh, for, for Isaiah Thomas. No, for Isaiah Thomas and the Brooklyn pick. Oh, they're not doing that. <laughs> Maybe no, one. No, but think. Of them. Well, not think about do that. Either of those. <laughs> that will work out for all teams. Think would, about it. Like Isaiah's the worst player in the league since he came back. He's he's on an expiring contract. So, so is they Tyreek just get, Evans. Yeah, so is Tyreek Evans. But Tyreek Evans is better than Isaiah right now. And they need a functional point guard that is actually there and isn't injured. And that would be the draft pick. And then they could clear up the roster spot with Isaiah. So. I think that pick is too high. If I'm the Grizzlies, I'm looking for somewhere between 20 and 40 as far as picks are concerned. I think the new Cavs GM is, is going to want to keep that pick to keep his job. Yeah. Also, what? there's no such thing as too high of a draft pick. He's saying like too high for the Cavs to part with for Tyreek. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. okay. But like, where else do you guys see Tyreek going? Boston. Oh, fuck Boston. I mean, I'm not here for this it Boston It has been shit. rumored. <laughs> God, I'm so done with Boston. I'm almost more annoyed with Boston than I am the Warriors to get back to where we started. Whoa. No, sir. Why? I said annoyed. Why are you annoyed I, with Boston? Danny Ainge over there hoarding all these draft picks all the time, and they're like, oh, you know, we're in the rebuilding process. You know, next year, you know, we'll be a thing. And then they're like, it started last year when Isaiah was storming the league, all that MVP stuff. First off, I thought he was overrated then. Second off, it's just like they, they were so pumped about this number one seed and then just got absolutely waxed in the playoffs. <laughs> Everyone gave him a chance, and they just got waxed. And so it's like, I don't know. Danny Ainge is pretty smart. He realizes the Warriors only have a certain window to win, so he's like kind of playing a semi-long game while being functional. But it's still like... The way they fleece Brooklyn and they have all these draft picks, it just makes me annoyed. It's like they shouldn't be able to do what they're doing. I think Danny Ainge is the most hated GM in the league. But he still makes all these deals. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you should at some point make these teams take responsibility for dealing all their picks away. I don't know if I'd blame Ainge for capitalizing on other people's incompetence. I mean, I don't. I, I don't think I was just, it's annoying, though, as a fan. Yeah, exactly. That's all I mean. I feel like you are annoyed as a fan. I don't see Boston as this powerhouse that everyone else does. I don't believe in them now. So, I mean, I think they're all right. They'll always be all right until they get a dude better than Kyrie Irving. 
Now, when that happens, it's, <laughs> it's a scary-ass hey, team. Kyrie Irving, man, that dude's fun to watch. His handles are just next level. Yeah, he is. Their core is nice. Him, Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Low-key, Tatum might be that dude better than Kyrie Irving. Real shit, could that be. dude is smooth. Yeah. Be. Dude, did you see Brown posterize Porzingis? Yeah, I, that is ridiculous. That man jumped so Actually, damn high. Damn, that up. was filthy. It, it's bad. <laughs> it Yeah, it's, it was bad. Him. But uh, he like climbed all over him. All right, you guys got anything else in the league you guys wanted to talk about? I think we can move on to uh, non-league news. All right, if you guys want to listen to non-league news, stick around. We're just going to break into another episode. Otherwise, uh, I think we're out. Shout out to the NBA fans. (laughs) Shout out to the NBA fans. Um, You're the real ones. Uh, Our Our Twitter is at BOTD underscore pod. Uh, add us or DM us all the hot takes you have And we might feature you on the show We're an active oh. account So if we get into a DM uh, convo You know, a little back and forth You get some real personal interaction right there So feel free to hop in the DMs Oh yeah, I, every podcast does this So I feel like Please rate and review us on iTunes Those five star reviews, they really help, you know five If you don't listen star. to iTunes uh, you're probably smarter because you're using Android. Actually, cut that out. We don't want to hate our iTunes fan. But uh, anyways, rate and review us on Why iTunes. It, it, yeah, all all the uh, all the reviews really help. So thank you guys. <laughs>